0: Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. What's up, man? Adam, Mark. How you doing? You doing, you doing? All right. What's all right. up, man? What's going on? It's it's good going to, to see you. Table. Where am I supposed to go, man? Yeah, just chill right there. Uh, right. We'll just it's all just stand together like a happy, fun bunch. Yeah. yeah happy group. Hold on. Stand together like a happy, fun bunch. Yeah. yeah happy group. Fun.
1: was uh, uh, a friend of the show, Eminem, up at the top
2: there. (laughs) Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Hey, listen, he was right on that one. (laughs) I love the fact that Eminem was able to make Marky Mark visibly uncomfortable on TRL. (laughs) He was so
1: uh, irreverent back then, Eminem. Yeah. And then Marky Mark comes on in the clip and, like, just with the biggest sourpuss. On
2: Old his Man face. Wahlberg. All right, stoppies. We're here to rap at ya. We're here to. No rapping and dapping and dappin and bappin and da. boom bapping. Yeah, we are. We're sitting here with a backwards baseball cap
1: in our Calvin Klein. In our Calvin Klein uh, boxer briefs with just the saggiest pants.
2: We're telling you not to hit those funny cigarettes. The vibe of this uh, of the music that we're going to be talking about today, which is of course Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Besides being funkless, it, it just has that like air of a like motivational speaker that like comes to your high school in the nineties and tells you that crack is whack, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's let's talk about crack he's
1: like sitting in a uh like a like a classroom chair, like backwards.
2: Right, yeah, exactly. Arms
1: folded like uh, I've been where like you been minds. <laughs> like what's her name? Michelle Pfeiffer in the, yes in the uh the music video. For, for Gangster's Paradise. Paradise. Yep. Yeah.
2: I you took me right there. That's mm-hmm. That's where we're at. We're stiltedly, awkwardly forcing syllables through the fucking head of a needle here. And clobbering some uh, classic samples and um, appropriating all of it for personal gain and... uh it worked, I guess, because Marky Mark and uh, you know, where are the funky bunch today? That's what I want to know. A
1: mere five years later, he'd be finger blasting Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> on the six years later, he was uh, Dirk Diggler. Yep. Have you seen that?
2: Boogie Nights. Yeah, I know of it. Oh my god, it's so good! <laughs> it's his only good I'm, movie. I'm here that's, to talk about well, music. That's not true.
1: <laughs>
3: that's right, well, his best. Sorry, I just stepped in. <laughs> yeah, we got to. Yeah. I <laughs> want to be rude. I know I've not been introduced, but that is not Mark Wahlberg's <laughs> only good movie. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All
2: right, we're here to. Ta- we got a tag in an expert here. Uh, we have uh, Sean Sullivan, and I. Oh, Two
3: guys. Boys in a Balcony. Right. The New England Film Podcast. Where our patron saint, Mark Wahlberg, watches over us each week.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do you have, like, a, you know... Our
3: favorite son of New England? Yeah, Mark Mark Wahlberg.
2: Yeah, who else is on the mantle there?
3: Oh, uh, people uh, from holding it down. I mean, you got uh, Ben and Matt, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Mm -hmm. Of course. And uh, Mark Wahlberg. That's the Holy Trinity. Yeah, I don't know that you need a third, a fourth.
2: No, probably not.
3: They
1: got it all covered. Those uh, those three guys and Robin Williams. He's he's in there as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, with his excellent Boston accent. <laughs>
2: yeah, his
1: just seamless, perfect. I, I thought he was from Southie.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. Really took talking
1: there. about fought. My wife's Yeah. <laughs> they were loud enough to wake her up man that's <laughs> and she didn't know
3: it's not it wasn't his fault.
2: It was not fault um yes sean sullivan is also a very funny comedian and uh we are very lucky to have him on the on oh, the show for having me guys but uh and and the podcast that you do two boys in a balcony tell tell us about the podcast what you, what makes you an expert on uh, old mac here oh
3: so uh so each week me and uh, my buddy bill mcmorrow we uh We choose a different film that takes place in New England, and we do kind of what you guys do, and uh, we take a little deep dive into uh, the movie, how it was made, and then we just kind of joke about it and riff on it.
1: Uh, But we do uh, good movies, too. We don't
3: just strictly
1: do uh, dog shit. (laughs) Yeah. This is definitely the the latest we've ever started recording, and the reason for that is that uh, we fucked up bad, Stoppies.
2: Dude, we're fucking up all over town. We're fucking
1: up all over town. Heather and I listened to the first Marky Mark of the Funky Bunch album, and our guest, Sean, listened to the second Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch album, yeah, which was all, completely our fault. Completely. But we, we all made mistakes.
2: <laughs> so we've Most been... of them was listening to any Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch album to begin with.
1: So we've spent a good portion of time we've, we should have been recording, uh, catching up on each other's Marky Mark albums, Ooh. so we can try to stitch together... An actual workable episode.
3: Here.
2: Yeah. So, wish us luck. The Stoppies. things we do
1: for
3: love.
2: Yeah. Hate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but
3: you know what? It's to the benefit of your uh, listeners that they get to experience
2: the full breadth. <laughs> Holy
3: moly! Yeah. This fucking guy.
2: I mean, luckily both albums are the same, except yeah, oh, for one sure. of them. Has an? They both have at least one totally insane song that we're gonna really delve into, and then they have, you know, inexplicably like fifteen other five-minute songs that yeah. say nothing.
3: They, these guys, uh, they love uh, to stretch. They didn't. We're not. are not they are not short. These songs. No. They no, they're like,
2: like they're, they're like, What the fuck does Marky Mark and Donnie D, uh, Don Wahlberg, his uh, older brother, who uh, from New know, Kids on the Block, who produced the album, famously
1: uh, is the guy who killed uh, um, Bruce Willis, Bruno. In, uh, oh sure. In the Six Wait, Sense.
3: he was
2: the one... Oh, Oh boy,
1: boy, oh boy, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> if ever there were a spoiler to give him the
3: Sixth Sense,
2: that's uh, that's a deep cut right yeah. there. <laughs> I um, mean,
1: look, if you haven't seen the Sixth Sense by now, do like, <laughs> you think there's anyone in the fucking entire world who could have the Sixth Sense spoiled for them at this point? I mean, maybe some Zoomers. I don't care about them. No, they're not going to watch it anyway. They're, they're, they don't have the attention span. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I got a question. No, so I didn't dive into it, his biography. Be um.
3: Uh, because I just it's get so nervous whenever I read about him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My heart just like pitter patters and I just you know, I just can't handle it. He's too good but was he an undermo was was he an underwear model? Did that come first or did that come I, after?
2: I think it came between our two albums. Yeah. Betwixt. Okay. So he, uh, he
3: was just like he was just like a fucking scumbum from Dorchester and then Yeah, and then he went right. to he went to prison after blinding a Vietnamese man. Uh Yes. And, well, look, we gotta we're gonna go through the hate crimes of Mike Wahlberg. We gotta <laughs> these this I do know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh,
3: he's, got a, he's got a
1: history. Yeah.
3: He
2: sure does. Do you well, want to rap about the rap sheet? Should we? Well, uh, let me just
1: first tell you how he became an underwear model, and then okay. we'll go oh, back sure. to the hate yeah, crimes. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, we got to uh... Uh,
1: So after this one particular hate crime where he blinded a Vietnamese man, Which he went he to did. prison, and he got jacked in prison. Uh, and when he got out, um, his bro- he d- briefly joined the new kids on the block. But oh, he didn't? Really- yep. Oh, re- I did not know that. <laughs> Which his brother Donnie was in with... Uh, can we name the other members of New Kids on the Block? off top? No, no, I can. Top? Can, yeah. you, can
2: I, you name them? I know. I know I definitely Jordan can Jordan Knight. Jordan yep. Knight. Another one.
1: Danny Wood.
3: There's
2: Another the- one. Jonathan who's, Knight. Jo- oh, they the are brothers. And who's
1: the other one who had the solo career that like had one single? Joey McIntyre. Joey, Joey
2: McIntyre. McIntyre. On, all right, I'm
3: Come sorry. On. Look,
1: we're <laughs> you call yourselves a music podcast?
2: You can't <laughs> name all
3: the members of the New Kids on the Block. We haven't done an episode Listen, we were yet. like, uh, well, you never will because those albums are great. <laughs> the first album, would even hang the Christmas Top album, and the real stuff. Yeah, even <laughs> the Christmas album. He says, "I The original Dropkick Murphys and the New Kids on the Block. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, if you're not proud of them, then you're not really from Massachusetts. <laughs> I mean, Death Before Dishonor had a sick cover of Hanging Tough. <laughs> so then he uh, he got a, he was in New Kids on the Block. They realized he couldn't sing, so his brother Donnie put him on. He's like, I'm gonna you know make some uh, beats for you. You can be a rapper. Uh, and isn't
2: that cute?
1: When he came
3: I wish out with the video we all had older
2: brothers telling us we could be anything we wanted.
3: <laughs> right? <laughs> How do you think the other Wahlberg? Because there's more Wahlbergs than there's just those. There's seven two. more Wahlbergs.
2: Wait, there's seven he Wahlbergs?
1: Has seven siblings.
3: Is that
2: what he the burgers are made siblings. out of?
1: No, Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the lesser Wahlbergs. <laughs>
1: the that green burger.
2: Wahlbergers <laughs> is Wahlbergs. <laughs> All right.
1: So to, get, to finish the Shaggy Dog story, he did a video for a song called Good Vibrations, which is the one yes. song everyone knows by Marky Every Mark. Day, yeah. And in that video, he was jacked. He was yep. shirtless. Calvin Klein saw that and said, I got to get this guy. Yeah. So did, Now, was he dropping
3: his pants before the underwear deal, or did that come after? 'cause that's what he's the most known for is he would go to like he'd do like yeah. a concert you in see a school a gym and he would drop his yeah. pants and walk around like <laughs> Yeah. And a I, fucking toddler.
1: Right. Yeah. I even
2: I Oh read, my
3: God,
1: what a sexy big baby boy. <laughs> 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 I
3: actually He is
2: hairless. <laughs> I read
1: an old uh, LA Times article from the era, you know, from like ninety one uh, where they do compare him. They're like, you know, his pants dropping routine uh, recalls uh, uh, the confusion of a potty training toddler. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. So, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know where that falls in the timeline, though. So, um, let's go back to the hate crimes.
2: Yeah. Oh. Ooh. What a transition. Um, so he had
3: a couple. He had a couple in the mid, before the Vietnamese uh, uh, gentleman. Wow. He had one where he was, he was on a field trip and. Uh, he was chasing some uh, Oh
2: yeah, that's right.
3: Young African American boys and, yep. and then <laughs> yep. yelling uh
1: the N word at them and yep. then getting people to come over and yell at the N word more. Oh, but that was like the most popular sport in Boston at the time.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> was yelling slurs at yeah, yeah people of color. Yeah, yep. Nobody
1: even noticed.
2: <laughs> right. He was from Dorchester. He's from yeah. Dorchester, so right. He and grew so he grew up in the projects and his parents probably, like that generation, was extremely upset about the idea of You know, black and white kids going to school together, right? In the seventies, when it was forced integration.
1: But look, he he learned his lesson. He started the Funky Bunch, all black other than him.
2: All black other than him, doing very little besides basically just just standing there, being his token black friends. Yeah,
3: it just seems like he's got like five hype men.
2: Uh, Yeah, and
3: then occasionally there's like group vocals where they all like just yell the same thing at the same time, but none of them take verses. It's not like the Wu Tang Clan.
2: No. No, they're not. They weren't allowed to pull any weight. My answer to where are the Funky Bunch now is that actually I met one of the members of the Funky Bunch. I can't necessarily map his face now to what. <laughs> He, who he was back then, I haven't like been able to figure it out. Well, the
3: years haven't been kind to the Funky.
2: Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was uh, Mark
3: Wahlberg still <laughs> looks like a golden god, but the oh. other oh, guy's yeah. haggard.
2: That's why he's su- so successful. But uh, the the Funky Bunch man that I met was uh, at a uh, Somerville Media Center fund- fundraiser event recently, and he was Let's actually very nice. Community. He really was. He was he was a, he was a good guy. That's great. Shout, shout out, out to
1: everyone else in the Funky. One.
2: Shout out to everyone. You weren't responsible for this. No. Um, okay, so we had that. That hate crime. Sorry, we're jumping all over the place, but we gotta. I I think it is very important to contextualize, especially because there's such like this. It's a small world, you know. Let's all get along, peace, and like racial unity. Yeah, this all this bullshit, and then that coupled with the, you know, preemptive like, well, you think I'm a white guy that can't rap because I'm taking advantage of the culture, but I am not. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, let me take all these samples from all these black artists and then, like, not really credit them and then, like, ruin all of it. <laughs> like, really bad. Like, there's nothing really... There's nothing good on either of these two albums. Some of the beats are not that bad. Shout out to Donnie D. Well, because the beats are all yeah, just don- cobbled together from other people's art, you right. know? They're but just that was- all samples. That
1: was back when you could still sample without getting sued to shit, and... I mean, it's no Paul's Boutique or anything, but there's some pretty decently cut up samples. There are also some really bad beats, too, you know. But I, I did I did kind of think about I'm like try to contextualize these albums. They came out in 91, 92, um, which, by the way, we're going to do piece, bits Selections. and pieces of both albums. Right. And I was like looking at, you know, what else came out in 91, like, you know, because this is corny as shit. And it's like, what else? You know, maybe that's just where hip-hop was at this time. You know, that's where uh, it was still pretty nascent in 91. But then, like, also released in 91, Low End Theory by A Tribe Called Quest. Right. De La Soul is Dead. We Can't Be Stopped by The Ghetto Boys. Cypress Hills, self-titled. Evil for Zaggin by NWA. Pocalypse Now. Like, there was some good shit. And even... Ed OG, Ed OG, and the Bulldogs, life of a kid in the ghetto, like right, right next door at Marky Mark. Yeah, I, I, I almost I'm sorry. Who? Yeah, oh. <laughs> Ed OG, the uh, the
2: oh, one of know, the only yeah.
1: rappers from Boston that anyone ever gave a shit about. Oh, really? Even just a little bit. So, Ed OG okay. and the Bulldogs, that's the name of the uh, the outfit. Yep. And he, he did the song um but um, we different. really
2: we really needed to hear the hot takes from fucking you know Marky Hate Crime Mark just well, I mean, spelling his name over and over again for fucking 50 minutes. <laughs>
3: he did he did his he did his uh he did his little bid, he did some time. Mm-hmm. He got out.
2: And then didn't he like really half assedly like try to apologize to the guy like no.
3: 2006. Yeah, I think he basically said that he wished he had apologized. I
2: know. Yeah.
3: And God. then uh But didn't Actually, right? No. <laughs> At that point, you know, we were all so amazed that he came out and said that if he had been on Flight 93
1: or whatever, <laughs> oh, yeah. he oh, would have stopped God.
3: 9-11 single-handedly if he'd been on the plane. So
1: God. I think things would have gone a little bit different. If he, he's there. a
3: guy that just can't fucking not say something stupid all the time.
2: Oh, man. Do you think he's a good actor?
3: I think he is good when he's doing certain things. Uh, like when he's like an underdog he's fine he's good I I think he's good when he plays someone dumb
2: he's a generic everyman right right right
3: right. he's gotta he can't be because if if he's in like a higher status thing like if he's the higher uh, status in the movie he's just an asshole like and it's just like it doesn't work he's gotta be he's gotta have a chip on his shoulder the whole time that's what like works like he's great in the other guys with Will Ferrell that's a good movie Uh, The Perfect Storm he's okay in that I I did like that movie when it came out yeah Yeah, he's great I forgot about it he's great in The Departed yeah you know what I mean he's only in it for like 15 minutes but he got nominated for Best Supporting Actor yeah Yeah. Uh, and rightly so he's just he takes like the little that he has in that movie and he fucking runs with it he does Boogie Nights he's incredible yeah but that's another movie where it's like he's playing a guy that no one
1: believes in and right. he's gotta he's gotta prove it. That's his And point. he's dumb. His character's dumb.
2: And he's also he but excels he excels
1: in roles as dummies. But,
2: but he even he,
1: like all these
3: like the big dicked dummies. All of his lyrics are all about him trying to just fucking prove that he's legit. And that's like that's his whole core philosophy, is that he's yeah. constantly trying to prove to everybody that he's well, Something and, that fucking matters. And
2: one would That's imagine. Why he blinded
1: that guy probably.
2: Um, no, we're not about to justify that. I would say that he. <laughs> not justified. I know, but nah, I'm it not. Sounds I'm like trying you're to, I'm trying to <laughs> psychoanalyze him. No, I'm thinking that he's. I, I mean, he grew up in Dorchester in the 80s. So, like, this is a kid in the projects with, you know, seven fucking brothers. Like, he was probably poor and scrapping. One of scrapping. those brothers
3: is, like, the top pop star.
2: In the world, right? In the world, world at that point, yeah. So, like, you know, you do have a lot to prove. You have a lot to prove to your community, to your, you know, to your family, um, to the world. Being in the shadow of Donnie, and and it makes sense. It makes sense that that's what he connects to. But it it doesn't excuse. Definitely, rap was not the thing. (laughs) This is not the way for him to express that. And actually, like, it's wild how like very mild and toothless. Like all of his raps are. Considering the fact that he had a really difficult upbringing, honestly, could have rivaled, you know, probably some of the hip hop artists that he was jacking his his everything from. Definitely not the flow. The flow is a- abominable on this yeah, fucking this, album. Yeah. But he actually did have street cred, not just for beating up an Asian man, but no, for... he was
1: he was a thug.
2: He was. He was. Um, and he could have, you know, said something about that. Um, but instead. <laughs> We get these two albums,
1: right? And he is incredibly ashamed of these albums. I think he's more ashamed of these albums than any of the hate crimes.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. If you watch the clip that we played at the beginning of the episode and look at his face, like it's yeah. just pure fucking anger and embarrassment.
2: Is he more embarrassed about the fact that fucking Eminem could body him? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> lyrically, <laughs> and he knows it. It's <laughs> so
3: strange that he he is so corny. And he is such a laughingstock in music, but then he's able to fucking leap over into another career and like, and have so much success that it just basically erases this part of his
1: Wikipedia biography. Yeah. And it's crazy. I didn't think about how, how recent before he broke into acting these albums were. Right. You know, because I was, I was a kid at the time and time moves real slow when you're a kid. Right. But like five years is not a long time really in the grand scheme of things. No, fear is like 95. Yeah.
2: It just goes to show years, you yeah. that, like, an attractive white man with, uh, you know, given a platform can really, uh, you know, parlay that into uh, into a, a long-term, you know, space in pop culture. Like, it's crazy. Because it, it wouldn't have happened if not for Donnie, right? Like, there's no way.
3: Right. And now he's he's lapped Donnie in success. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So many times over to the point where you would think, like, maybe it's time for Mark to repay Donnie Wahlberg and. Well, that's what Wahlberg is for. No, yeah, but he's not. But he's not. That's his other brother. Flippin- the other
2: other white meat. <laughs> Donnie
3: Wahlberg's not flipping burgers. He they're like they're like
1: shareholders though, right? Yeah, I've never
3: who's seen who's one making
2: st- the burgers. Are the burger? Has anybody gone to eat a burger? There's a reality the show
1: about it you can watch. I'm not watched going one to. Of, of course not. Next time I go to the airport, I'll get Wahlburgers and I'll report back for the stoppies. <laughs> oh, look at that.
2: Have you have you ever eaten a Wahlburger? No.
1: Oh. <laughs> Before we get into the album, did you guys know that there's a, uh, a Marky Mark video game? Yes.
2: Oh yeah. For so Sega I can. Conti- considered one of the worst video games ever made, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Game Informer gave it a 0 out of 10, the lowest score a <laughs> game has ever received from that magazine. <laughs> uh, it was named by WatchMojo.com as the worst launch title of all time because it was the first game that came out for this the ill-fated Sega CD. If I if I remember correctly, because I do remember when
3: that came out. Wow. Wow. Um. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> wow. You are just old let as it
2: be shit. known. <laughs> this man Holy is moly. older. <laughs> you basically
3: just had you had a, like a, a number of music videos, and then like you basically could just put them in. You made your own cut of the videos, as far as I can recall. It mm-hmm. wasn't like a fucking Marky Mark fighting game.
1: No, no, no. it was exactly It was just basically that. like,
3: oh, you want to put this scene here? Okay, if you want to.
1: Yeah, so they made three of these games. They made one for Marky Mark, one for Crisscross, Cross, and yes. one for In Excess. Wow. Uh, and the one for Crisscross Cross was reviewed by SeanBaby.com my favorite website from web 1.0, uh, very problematic if you go back and read it now, but I pulled this quote from Sean baby's review of the crisscross game. I think (laughs) it, I think it fits for this. Uh, he says, When you're making your video, you can switch between three sets of streaming footage. One of them is the original crisscross video, and the other two are whatever non copyrighted stock crap they could get. Some of it's old cartoons, some of it is tourism videos, but mo- most of it is such bad quality you can't figure out what it's supposed to be. It unleashes your full video making potential, because as great as the original MTV video is, you'll find that vintage footage of can can dancers and old cartoon women talking in front of a laundry machine really makes you want to jump, jump. Oh, hell yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's wild.
1: That was my hip hop at this time, was (laughs) crisscrosses, totally crossed out. I loved uh, MC Hammer when I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was like a baby that's like the first cassette tape I ever had when I was like four years old was uh, Too Legit to Quit. Too Legit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a very cute like uh, camcorder video of me as a baby like singing Too Legit to that Quit. That is a very cute video.
2: <laughs> yeah, so just to like reemphasize the career trajectory. <laughs> I've um... seen the video. That's why. I, I just... <laughs> yeah, just to reiterate the career trajectory of Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, the, the debut album, Music for the People, made it to number one on the Heat Seekers chart and number 21 on the Billboard 200. Both Good Vibrations and Wildside, which we will be talking about, were top 10 singles. Good Vibrations made it to number one. Wildside made it to number 10, which is shocking because that shit is. Terrible. Um, there is a hilarious yeah, video. Yeah, there's something for it. about
3: that that fucking sample that fucking right. everybody can listen to. That
2: yeah, it's true. The album was certified platinum by '92. They had the video game release, and then that's when they quickly recorded a follow-up, which we'll also be selecting some tracks from, called "You Gotta Believe." Um, which this one only made it to number 67 on the Billboard 200. So that yeah. the flame had already huge yeah, flop. Yeah, had already uh, been put out, and <laughs> this is funny. The group disbanded in 1993 with their last appearance being I Want You, which was featured on the Super Mario Brothers movie soundtrack, so like everything they touched turned to shit. Very fitting. So what do you say, guys? Should we get on into it? Yeah, so Uh
1: again, we're going to be listening to um, selections from both albums, and then at the end of the episode, we're going to rate Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch on on the whole.
2: Yeah, we'll do that. Alright, so this one is um, Music for the People off of uh, the first, first album.
1: Also called Music for the
2: Oh, the t- the titular track. Here, oh, I also have to remember that like each intro for every song is like at least a minute long That's before wild. they actually start rapping.
3: Donnie Wahlberg loves his production.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he sure does. Sounds like Jack jams threw up.
3: I'm not gonna lie. I'm a simple. I'm not you know the music scholars. You got. that's not
1: that bad. It's not that. No, it's definitely not. I like how he flipped the Black Betty sample. That's Black Betty. Oh, by Ram Jam. Mm. Uh yeah. I think Donnie's really cooking cooking something up on this one. Um
3: and there's something about this like pre like clearance sample like collage that's just like it's infinitely listenable. Yeah. Like cause you just it doesn't matter. Like he just meshes seventeen sounds together, and right. sounds pretty okay.
2: It's like it's like a you know like a mediocre casino buffet, right? Where it's like okay, like I like steak and I like sushi, and like none of this none version of, good, of that is but very it's just great. Like, well, it's just,
1: called, it's just gonna
3: mix but there's together. a lot of
2: it. There's a lot of it. It I mean, is
1: a little. It's definitely very like taking a lot of cues from Public Enemies production style, right? Like I think they even have the same "I Shot the Sheriff" sample that's in Fight" the power that. Oh. Yeah, you know, like I, th- I think he he reuses a lot of samples that have already been done by other artists. Oh, there's nothing groundbreaking. Yeah,
2: no. At one point, he says "pork you." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no cursing on these no albums. Cursing. We haven't talked about actually. That
2: yet. There there is on this one. He says "motherfucker" a few times. Does he? Does he get yeah. it all out? Um.
1: Cause
3: that's the thing is that they will they'll go they'll say, and then
2: they'll, they'll like self
3: censor themselves. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's fucking now, weird. I,
3: I said, "Puck you miss." Is there prior to Marky Mark? Is there a white rapper that breaks? Uh, the Snow. Lives? Oh, Vanilla Ice, yeah, shit, I didn't
1: even think of that.
2: And the Beastie Boys, Vanilla
1: Ice, Beastie Boys, Snow. I think those are the those are the big three.
2: Big three. Those yeah, are on yeah, our that's, mantle. That's what I
1: always think of. <laughs> I always knock Marky Mark out for Snow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mark, yeah. So Mark Wahlberg my dude, who, is no, on your.
3: But gee, I, I got I got I only got three spots up <laughs> on my white wrap <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> m m is in there by default, yeah. of course. Vanilla uh, right. no Ice, we got to get in there. We'll put the Beastie Boys. We'll just mush all their faces <laughs> together.
1: <laughs> just, uh, just now we got am-
3: Mark Wahlberg or Canadian,
2: <laughs> <laughs> right?
3: Reggae star Snow.
1: <laughs>
2: We're taking snow. Yeah, snow. <laughs> I'm drafting I, I snow do, first. I mean
1: I think I do think Informer hits harder than any of these Marky mark tracks, but that's just
2: Oh me. definitely.
1: I did one time I was trying to when I was when Twitter was like I don't know, when I have only like four hundred followers on
3: Twitter, I think I have like eight hundred now. So wow. it's not yeah, I'm bad. That like? Wow. Oh, oh Uh, I mean I didn't want to. Do you brag. get
2: recognized in public?
3: Uh, <laughs> sometimes it is a burden, but uh I said I put on a thing. I go like the fifteenth person that retweets this tweet will get to pick the album, and they, whoever did it, they picked the Snow album. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the whole thing, and you know I'm not going with. I'm putting Mark Wahlberg on that Mount Rushmore. That Snow album is it's, maybe ooh, a future really? episode for you guys. It's worthy oh, wow. of the show. All right, okay. Good Snow, snow. is uh, shit. It's not good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did start to take notice of some of the lyrics on this one. Um, How? Y- well, <laughs> I know you were. It really the enunciation is is poor. There's yeah. a lot of mush mouth, deep jaw, Boston accent.
3: But even if like you stop and like li- he's not saying anything.
2: It's a Manino rap, and it's I- I- and yeah. it's empty. It's just yeah. fucking shallow. But he does say, um, "I make the music for the white, black, Russian, German, Jewish, Puerto Rican, Portuguese, Swedish, Irish, Italian, Indian people." He's leaving
3: Word. Some people out.
2: Uh, who is he leaving out?
3: <laughs> oh, out the I mean, Vietnamese. <laughs> <or> any East <laughs> Asians? He, yeah. No. <laughs>
2: and and I'm going to tell you right now, there's another song where it literally is set up for him to rhyme with asian oh no he doesn't oh good
3: for him <laughs> take the high road
2: <laughs> he also says all this talk that's going around of how i stole the sound from the man in brown
3: jesus christ <laughs> the man but,
2: to brown. but you're mistaken the man in brown.
3: <laughs> that's been the big narrative in music is
2: <laughs> the man in brown yeah the, you, the black man
3: he's the but Elvis you're... Presley of
2: hip-hop <laughs> But you're mistaken, because I ain't taking or faking. Feel the power of the music I'm making. Oh, my. I'll make the music for the people.
1: It is really funny to me how obviously... Like, you can hear that this is Mark Wahlberg. Like, Yeah. His, his, it's, I can picture him, a young him, in my mind's eye. Like, his the, his voice is very much still the voice he has today. Yeah. And it's just, it's just kind of hilarious to me, you know?
2: I just love... Like, the idea of this is the music for the people, like, you know? Like, I'm just wiggity-white appropriating for the people, people. You're welcome, as long as you're not Asian. <laughs> Do you think anybody has
3: ever listened to Mark Wahlberg talk about how he's the greatest rapper and then been like, oh, yeah, I think he might actually be the greatest rapper? <laughs>
1: (laughs) I hadn't considered it, (laughs) but... He makes a strong case. I mean in he... the way he rapped that he was the best rapper. Definitely some like young white dot rats were probably like it's really spoke to them. This
2: is fire. I don't really like rap, but <laughs> Oh yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: there've been white guys throughout history that uh, that have that line yeah. going for him.
1: He's the original Tom McDonald.
2: you yeah, or fucking um Lil Dicky. Yeah, the people were just fucking aching for raps that rhyme stylin' with Buck Wylin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Mac. Alright, what do you say we move on to uh the hit? Single, good, good vibrations. Yeah,
1: should we do? You gotta believe after that. I don't care.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I must I think, must gonna... we? I was talking about where he's like <laughs> bringing this to the entire nation—black, white, red, brown. Could say Asian, yeah, yeah, yeah. But feel the vibration.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. Just Euro. <laughs> you Euros, a step right over that. Let's not yeah. uh, touch. Let's not touch on <laughs> his past transgressions. Nope. This song is kind of a bop, though,
3: right? Yeah, definitely. It's got all the energy of like a Curves class. Yeah. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> You just, you feel it and you're just like, ah, yeah, I think I'm gonna fucking make some good decisions today. (laughs) I am feeling these good vibrations.
2: Yeah, like a jazzer size home video.
3: (laughs) Is the the hook, is that written for this song or is that a sample? That's a sample. It's
2: a sample, but I will say that at least I, God, I should look up her name real quick. It was Loretta something.
1: What is it a sample from? Do you know? Her name... Her It's called Love Sensation is the name of the song that they sampled.
2: Her name... Oh, yeah. It's called Love Sensation by... Sorry. Loleata Holloway. Oh, okay, yeah. She's uh,
1: featured on the... The song,
3: at least on Apple Music, she's listed.
2: She's also featured in the video, which you got to give them a little bit of credit because there's a lot of disembodied black, like, femme voices in hip-hop. Like, I don't know if y'all seen the latest shit with Big Frida being like, yeah, so I'm, like, sampled on every song and, like, never, nobody ever sees me. What do
1: they sample Big Frida on? Like what's Nice the... For
2: What, Formation, Massive Hits. Oh, okay. I that didn't Big know Frida's sh- voice is on.
1: Also, the,
3: the fucking balls to name another song Good Vibrations right like there was a song Good Vibrations that's like an all time classic song yeah
2: right
1: this is uh this is my new hit single Yellow Submarine right <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm calling it Pet Sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed the uh the acapella boom 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 <laughs> boom 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 like that they have <laughs> oh
2: shit <laughs> it's, in right- the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's got the same fucking corniness and the same cadence.
1: Speaking of corniness, how about these lyrics here? Oh yeah, Donnie D's on the backup. Uh Drug-free, so put the crack up. Oh. No need for speed. (laughs) I'm anti-D-R-U-G-G-I-E. My... Body is healthy. He's anti-druggy? Yes.
3: What the fuck does that even mean? That's, you can be anti-drugs. Be like, ah, I'm just saying I'm not for it. But like anti-druggy, that doesn't say anything.
1: Hey, you do drugs around me? That's against God. Yeah, dude. Nah, i am blind any druggy who comes around yeah. me. I'm serious.
3: Maybe that's what was going on. Maybe he actually was a hero. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> this maybe guy maybe
2: was... he did at stop nine eleven.
3: <laughs> oh, shit. I don't remember anything happening.
2: Nine eleven. never remember. It, It definitely gives you that, like, cop teaching a dare class kind of vibe, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Here, let me tell you about how drugs are bad, but show you very precisely what all the drugs look like and how to identify them. Oh,
1: sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like, you guys listen to that podcast, The Clearing? Nope. It's this podcast about this woman trying to like uh, put together pieces of like her dad's life because she finds out that her dad basically was a serial killer. Oh no! And she's trying to figure out like what murders he committed, like whether or not he committed murders when <laughs> the different places they moved because they were constantly moving all her life. But like at a certain point, you know, this guy who was a serial killer, like between murders, he like rebranded himself as like a motivational speaker about how you can like pull yourself out of, like, a life of crime and, like, become a good man through God. And, like, that's kind (laughs) of...
0: Yeah, that's, the, th- that's the
1: role that he's kind of trying to play on these, uh, on these songs.
2: Right. Like, he's
1: like preaching about like being drug free. I used to
2: get in fights and blind old Vietnamese people, but now I rap about unity. So <laughs> that's good enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh, that doesn't show growth, my dude. Mm. That's uh, not... Also,
1: th- no chance Donnie Wahlberg was clean and sober,
2: right? Right. No. <laughs> right. No way. No, he would
1: not look the way he looks today no. if that was the case. No, none of the new kids look good except for Joey. My mom knew Joey. I think. Somehow. Everybody in Massachusetts <laughs> knows one of the new kids. Yeah. Should we do "You Gotta Believe"? The opening track from "You Gotta Believe."
2: Yeah. Let's let's do that.
3: So, "Good Vibrations" makes that's like the only clear like in a way like sing like hit.
2: Right, it's the only definitely. one that's
3: still in the public consciousness to today, at least, and it's they only because were- of that sample. Nobody remembers anything that he says. Yeah, right. It's the- that sample. It's that. It's the hook and him walking around with his fucking pants around his ankles like he's at a urinal.
1: Right, and I think it was literally on jock jams. Like it's a song that they still play at basketball games. And oh, sure, right. so, yeah, 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 like. That's like all of his like big songs feel like they're like this,
3: like the Funky Bunch might as well be the Monstars from Space Jam. Like, it's like that like kind of cartoon energy of like, we're about to go fucking play basketball in space. (laughs)
2: Um, All right. So we're going to listen to, well, at least a titular track from You Gotta Believe called You Gotta Believe. (laughs) You
0: gotta believe. Back. swing a block with in the box like so low got a blow, hard to impact a rip when I got to make tens so I rock with ease yeah so you got to believe
2: oh, that is that is space jam right there that's yeah. like <laughs> that's wild
3: they're the same <laughs> fucking songs.
2: That's the same song. I think I hear this a lot on the album. So, Donnie D's more uh, mushy, Menino mouthed, but like, Mark is like, delivers his verses like he's being chased out of an apartment. Like, he's just like, <laughs> rapid fire without like actually finishing any of his words. You oh, know sure. What I
1: mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just such a put on uh, cadence, just like the whoa, you know. Da, 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 da. He's like doing almost like a Curtis Blow, like a mid 80s sort of style of rap.
2: Like, Curtis Blow meets, like, a recently divorced man on Percocet's cat calling me outside of Whitey's. Like, (laughs) you, get over here. It's not
3: crazy that he made, like, a career out of acting since that's all he's doing on this shit is just doing an impression of what was popular at the time. Like, he's not doing anything that somebody else didn't do better. And all of his beats, somebody else did the same beats better, yeah, but, but I guess
2: you could argue that like his rap i mean his his acting he is better than most people, but the the mm, rap most people most okay, like, but he just does definitely a good- most regular people okay. you know what i mean Perhaps, <laughs> yeah. if
3: these were the songs like if this was a if if marky mark was a a character that he was playing in a movie about yeah a white rapper from like the early 90s you'd be like wow they put together some pretty good pretty good song I'm actually impressed with the way Mark Wahlberg (laughs) was able to rap in this movie like he did a good but it's not impersonation of this is what he had hoped would be his entire life would be it was just album after album and he would be the greatest rapper of all time as he says so many times on both (laughs) albums hmm
2: yeah, but does he even sound convinced? Like, that's the thing is that, like, I don't know. It all, it it does, it sounds very phoned in. You know what I mean? I actually think on the
1: second album, he sounds a little more energized. I think he's, he sounds a little more comfortable, but... No one else did. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, yeah. It was, it was, he already missed the boat. It was too late. Yeah. Uh, and the rhymes are still terrible. Uh, it's not a hoax, no jokes. I smoke mics like a Philly blunt. Don't ever try to front and it's quite absurd, yo. Word to Herb when you're sleeping on a Wahlberg. When you're
2: sleeping on a Wahlberg, dang. Where do you think this fits, like between his hamburger prowess and his acting prowess?
3: <laughs> oh, this album
2: is he better well, than burgers? Again, I
3: can't. I can't stress enough that he <laughs> has nothing to do with the Wahlberg. I, I he dim- just put money into it. He's not crafting these burgers and putting the <laughs> the. The meat formula together and the spices. That's a that's another one of the Wahlbergs.
1: That's the old recipe for my mom. Yeah, what are you talking yeah. about?
3: Yeah. He's got. I, I. I mean, he's got that like Southie psycho. Like he only talks in like this weird whisper where he's just like, Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm fucking not. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking kill you, kid. What are you talking about? Come you, a little closer, huh? Come, come yeah, a little no, closer. Yeah, no, you're fine. Just come over come here. Come on over. What are you afraid of? <laughs>
1: He does sound like the guy who's just like pacing up and down the
2: orange line. Yeah. Just... I'm not mad. i who said I'm mad? I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not gonna blind, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna bash your <laughs> <laughs> to
1: bash right the fuck in right the yeah. fuck
2: in yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i'm not laughing at the fate of that man i'm laughing at the shining <laughs> featuring mark Wahlberg.
1: it is funny <laughs> to keep bringing it up though cuz you know like if he ever heard this it would make him so mad good to be you know i
2: want to make i want to make him squirm i apologize i don't know what they want from me i said i'm sorry 20 years later i, I stopped 911 <laughs> yeah you're welcome. I, f- I felt the vibration.
3: That, that 9-11 thing is like, I can't believe it's that he still is allowed to make movies or speak in public. That was the most
1: insane thing. I remember when he said that, people were just like, what the fuck? Well, he keeps making movies where he's stopping disasters, too. Like, where he, oh, yeah, he did the definitely. Boston bombing. He was in happen? some
2: other fucking tragedy movie, oh, though. Oh,
1: the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. That was a real tragedy.
2: Well, that was a tragedy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and he creates the entourage. So, I mean, that's arguably the worst crime he ever committed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Some people said that it was uh, like theorized that it was based on him and uh, in his burgeoning rap career. It was like, surrounding I mean, him as a young star, rap and and uh, oh, underwear so Tur- modeling. Turtle's
1: just one of the fun- like a white version of one of the Funky Bunch, basically.
3: I, yeah, maybe. You no, know, he.
1: There is like he based that on his life
3: and also the fucking crew of guys that he hangs around with, who I'm sure are all born again Christian, fucking phony bullshit artists. Mm-hmm.
2: Patriots. that's the fucking one Uh, about the Boston Boston Marathon Marathon. that's what what I was just talking about yeah
3: but he wasn't in a 9-11 movie he just wanted to but
2: that was his other his homegrown tragedy that he could co-opt and and reinvent and and claim himself as (laughs) a, a so that was actually something I found some sort of an interview with him where somebody asked him I think it was 2013 it seemed like he was overseas and somebody asked him about you know will the funky bunch ever get back together and apparently like somebody or maybe he invented the fact that somebody asked him but like oh would you do it for like a benefit show for like the families of the Boston Marathon bombing and then he said yes and then that was like a news story in Boston and uh can you imagine though can you imagine the funky bunch getting up there in front of like that like eight year old boy who was killed and like his family and being like Sorry
3: feel for it, your feel loss. It. Feel the vibrations. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> and now, I, uh, I,
1: think That's so. Fucked up,
3: dude. <laughs> I think he has like a lot of kids. Like I think he might
1: have like four or five. He does. I've seen the pictures. Um, There's he's... all these pictures of him on a red carpet with a bunch of um, very disinterested looking children. Yeah. So he has four kids.
3: At what point? Does he, is he proactive in like going like, oh, I
1: used to be a white rapper, (laughs) or does he leave that for them to discover on their own?
2: Yeah, it's like having the talk.
1: I actually read like a a People (laughs) People Magazine article where he said that he was at his son's football game and Good Vibrations came on and his son was (laughs) like, (laughs) his pants just instinctively (laughs)
3: dropped. (laughs) No, shit. No, no, no. Not now,
2: guys. Not now. No, no, no. Stay on. Stay on. Monkey bunch, all come out of the bushes. <laughs> they just started. <laughs> <You> need <laughs> us boss? <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no. His son was very embarrassed. His son was like hiding his hiding his face in his helmet oh and just God. like. So
2: aren't we all? His kids,
1: his kids hate his kids hate Marky Mark more than Marky Mark hates Marky Mark. In <laughs>
3: yeah. the
2: immortal Bostonian words, so didn't I?
3: <laughs> he really has gen- like he really has just fucking forgotten this part of his life. Like he's got nothing to do with it.
2: Well, wouldn't you? Yeah, but no- especially if you had an extremely successful other career.
3: Yeah, but so many uh actors go the other direction where they'll go they'll act for a long time and then all of a sudden it's like Oh it's like oh Russell Crowe's got a fucking band now or like,
2: Right or the, Bruce uh, Willis fucking Dog
1: star or, Yeah Bruce Willis <laughs> the return of Bruno The Hollywood Vampires oh, Johnny Depp's band Oh yeah. my god 30 dude. seconds to Mars Oh
2: my god um, Anyway speaking, speaking of, music, of music it sucks yeah You going to take a walk on the wild side folks which stoppies, I really recommend that you go watch the video for this it is fucking hysterical It's all black and white very fucking dramatic nonsense and this is uh, a, a you know heartfelt missive about you know, the dangers of walking on the wild side.
0: Life, a good wife, a baby boy on the way any day. A gentleman attitude is all he displayed. Cal was the wife he loved and adored. Her family and friends treated him like an ambassador. One night on the other side of town, a police dispatcher picked up a weird sound. Charles on the call phone, asking for help. Claiming a burglar, shot his wife and himself. His pregnant wife, lay slumped over. Her dreams corrupted, a young life over. Extensive searches throughout the project. Put a lot of people through misery and wreck. Everyone a suspect.
2: <sighs> oh, wait. There's so many corny-ass rhymes from this. Yeah, it's we like could hard. do that whole verse. That we whole could do the verse. whole thing. Right, let's go back. Hold on, real quick.
0: As <laughs> <laughs> sure as a seagull gets
2: webbed toes, Charles was the culprit. The, the oh, what?
1: As, soon as, as sure as a seagull has webbed toes... You know that, old, that old saying:
2: <laughs> "A Charles seagull in the pro f- pro. in the toe is worth two in That's the bush."
1: That's clearly something that his dad must have said growing up. Then he says the whole plot was an, an insurance game. Charles and his brother came up with a plan: kill Carol, collect a big check, oh, gosh. blame it on a black man.
2: What, what the heck?
1: heck? Yeah, boy.
2: So glad that Donnie and Mark are out here repping, you know, for the for the for the black man in society. He, trying
1: <laughs> to put racist insurance schemes in fucking effect. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, that, that thing that happens all the time.
1: Yeah, I, well, I think they just... Fargo's just a rip off of this song. Yeah, <laughs> he was the original True Crime Podcast.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: and if you man. watch the music video... So at the end of this verse, the guy who does the insurance scam and kills his wife... the end of the verse, the guy kills himself. He jumps off a bridge. And <laughs> in the so music funny. video, there's just this slow motion scene of a, of a stiff... Unmoving dummy, scarecrow
2: falling, like falling slowly
1: off of like <laughs> that bridge between Quincy and uh, and Dorchester.
2: Oh, like down by Wollaston Beach. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> if you've ever seen Black Mass, it's the one where where Whitey Bulger buries all the bodies. Nice. Yeah, a terrible movie. <laughs> I mean, it's also where Whitey Bulger buried all the bodies
3: in real life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. So, Can I Kick It comes out the year before this.
2: Yeah. And they
3: still was that a was that a hit? Or is yes. that, like, something that we oh my God,
2: Enormous. Okay,
1: so they would have been aware of...
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. They, it was completely uh, uh, the fact, shameless. The sample
1: was already flipped, like, much more competently.
2: Right, in a good song.
3: But, it like, it, that's what... it's like. It, it wasn't, like, a... Can I Kick It's, like, a single off of that... Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes, yeah, you well, this can. is just dumb. It's it's really dumb. It's
2: shameless, dude. It's it is literally the definition of shameless cultural appropriation. Like they not only stole the oh, art well, form and didn't add let's anything go. to it. Oh,
3: tribe called quest stole it from the white man. All he was doing was <laughs> taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna start throwing uh, accusations of cultural appropriation. I don't need to remind you yeah, of the color cult- of Lou
1: Reed's skin. Well, that was the, that was the tax Lou Reed paid for calling them colored girls.
3: Jesus, right? Isn't right. that fucking wild? When you fucking finally listen to the lyrics of that song, you're like, and all the colored girls sing, dude.
2: Yeah, the only cultural appropriation we're going to get mad at is fucking Robin Williams in the Boston accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get it right. Get it right.
1: Who did it worse? Robin Williams in a. Uh, oh, what was the other Good really Will bad Hunting? one? Martin Sheen in The Departed has a
2: really Martin one. That's bad the one.
3: Sheen's
1: got it. Diane Lane in The Perfect Storm has the worst Boston accent that we've <laughs>
3: discovered. As we've been doing this show, that's what we thought. My podcast. I thought we we thought we thought we'd start like oh we'll just we'll just do bad Boston accent movies and then you run out of those real quick. <laughs> it's not an easy accent to do. The best are the people that just don't do it. Right. There's like in Spotlight, Mark Ruffalo just goes. He did, yeah. Stanley Tucci goes to him. They're sitting at a diner. He goes. He goes. You don't sound like you're from East Boston. And Mark Ruffalo just shrugs. Like Man, I don't know what to tell you. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just like I'm not gonna try and
1: do it. Everybody fucking makes fun of people who do it. Did you know in uh, in uh, Catch Me If You Can. Um, You know, Tom Hanks' character has a Boston accent. Yeah. And the way that he, you know, Kyle Hanratty, the way that he learned to do a Boston accent was by watching videos of, you remember the hockey dad who m- murdered another hockey dad over the kid's hockey game in yeah, Worcester of in like the early 2000s? <laughs> yeah. He just watched videos of that guy. Yeah. Over and over again
2: yikes that's that's how you get an accurate representation though that's actually
1: how i taught my children to speak also
3: <laughs> i just ever since they were born i put a, a youtube clip just running in their
1: nursery of the, of the murderous hockey yeah. dad
2: it's like the delivery is so painfully arrhythmic like the fucking whole album needs a hat mod and a kid it's fucking bad there's no flow it, like there's no flow at all no. these are
3: also like some of my least favorite This is, like, my least favorite trope in hip-hop is the fucking, like, story song. Yeah, dude. Where it's, like, it's clearly you made all this up. Right. Like, look, it probably did... It has happened. These are all crimes that people do commit. But, like, you're just, like, I'm gonna make a fictionalized account of... Right. A girl getting addicted to drugs.
2: And, like, proselytize about it. And then do it in the corniest fucking way, dude. Yeah. Like, like the video literally shows... I think we were trying to figure out if it was Donnie Wahlberg. It might be Donnie Wahlberg playing, like, the D-R-U-G-G-I-E dealer. You know, handing, like, vials of crack to, a, like, sure. a cheerleader through From the... From under
1: the bleachers.
3: Peeking
2: through the bleachers. And, like, like, fucking
3: Pennywise the clown.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's how you get hooked on drugs. Drugs. Like... This guy's
3: giving me Tylenol
1: PM. It's not the PM. It's the AM. <laughs> I would have been so psyched if someone was just handing me drugs through the bleachers at right. a football oh, game. Not me. I and I was saying, just <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and immediately you just have vials of crack. Like you're not even you're you're not even like working up to it.
3: You're not even equipped to use them. They're <laughs> just handing you drugs. You have none of the paraphernalia.
2: Right. Also,
1: in the song, she smokes the crack and dies
3: immediately. And
2: immediately.
1: Yep. Is that not what happens? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I have not smoked crack.
1: We had an opportunity. I to, got close to smoking crack.
2: It. I believe that my husband knocked it out of my hands. I mean, it was our like... friend
1: bought crack by accident. <laughs> when we were in college. Hey, who hasn't been there? <laughs>
2: Our friend, I'm sorry, we should give the whole context. Our friend drove to Atlanta on a whim and bought crack by accident.
3: Oh, yeah. And then
2: brought it back to Massachusetts.
3: I had a couple of friends at UMass that also did (laughs) things like that. I had a friend named Clinto that just drove trucks
2: everywhere. Oh, we know Clinto. Oh, (laughs) shit. Oh, fuck, dude. He's still there now. I went back. He's Pennywise the Clown underneath the bleachers handed people fucking ketamine. (laughs) Want to come to the after party?
1: (laughs) I do think it's time that we take a break.
2: Oh, thank God.
1: Let's do that. So we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back for some more Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch.
2: All right.
3: So, uh, you on the second album, Wild Side is like one of those, like... It's like Everlast is like what it's like, where it's just like three slices of life that never existed. Like, just the worst case scenario. By
2: a white guy that you didn't ask. Right, who's friend. got no
3: life experience other than fucking just hate crimes and minimum jail sentence, because I'm sure his dad knew a city counselor.
2: <laughs>
3: on the second album, there's a song called The American Dream, which is their, like, fucking, like... Mark's verse yeah I call him Mark Mac our friend Mark our Mr. Friend Wahlberg's Ma- verse <laughs> he does like he does the same kind of like it's basically the fucking lyrics to um uh, that fucking Sublime song Wrong way.
1: Wrong way I wrote
3: that in my notes yeah where it's just basically same like song. It's just like, well, she was, she's was she been a whore since she was young, and her dad made her do it, and the pimp beat her, and you're just like, what the fuck what is
2: this? Yeah, right.
3: It's not like, there's no, like, redemption to it. There's no, like, commentary of, like, man, this is fucked up. It's just like, right. these are the facts of the case. <laughs> <laughs> but the, what's really wild about American Dream is the second verse, Donnie D's verse... And I don't know I don't know if you want to play a little bit yeah. of it.
2: Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah,
3: I don't want to give away the the punchline to this, but what The slice of life that he chose to write about, it's fucking insane. I wrote in my notes, this is the most insane song I've ever heard.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's. It's definitely up there. So, yeah, let's, let's see if you can figure it out, second... Stoppies. <laughs> let's hear about the oppressed person that <laughs> the stories that uh, Donnie D is rapping it's, at us. It's crazy. Laying down. Here we go.
0: In the public eye, he was a tough guy. A young brother with a piece of the pie. It's kind of funny strange twist fate can bring cause his last fight wasn't in the ring shocking testimony from an accuser she swore the chin had sexually abused her down comes the mallet of a judge and as the verdict is read he hangs his head guilty despite an innocent plea Although we might have walked free if his last name was Kennedy. Six years in the hole, and if he's lucky, he'll parole in three. Can a black dude ever be free? The joke oh. said the color of his
2: that, skin. That will end that right there. It's
3: so wild that he's gonna, one, choose to write a verse that's explicitly about the fucking Mike Tyson <laughs> rape trial. <laughs> And then, two, to take the fucking side of Mike Tyson, like, that he was railroaded and not found guilty of sexual assault.
1: Right after a verse about coming down the side of the rape victim, right? you gotta see both sides, right? Yeah. You gotta have, this, this is like,
3: it's He's like,
2: a rape centrist. Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> fucking
3: insane that you would just, you would look at the facts of the Mike Tyson, like, sexual assault and go like, you know, he's having a fucking rough time right now. Mike Tyson (laughs) you know we're all focused we're all focused on the victim and the harm that he did to her but
2: yeah it's like this guy's
3: a a millionaire okay and he's famous for punching people in the head and (laughs) we're taking that away from him (laughs) after all of the things that we've done to the black man in this country (laughs) you can just stand by while this well, he, criminal is convicted rightly for a
2: crime. You know, Cosby was just being generous with his clay you know? <laughs> Let's make a fucking rap about that. Cosby, the, the play... And that's the thing is actually there are people who will, who will what about... With Cosby and oh, say, oh yeah, oh sure, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's true, and that white rapists do get treated better than black rapists, but they're still rapists. So <laughs> I don't know if that's the kind of moral high ground you want to walk free.
3: On. If his last name was Kennedy, is I don't know if that's an argument you want to stand on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like, he. I don't know what he's trying to say, really. I don't know.
1: I guess he's maybe making reference to the Ted Kennedy, like how he murdered that woman uh, on dro- Chappaquiddick
2: off the Chappaquiddick
1: right. Bridge. Yeah,
2: right. But Which that he wasn't did. a rape. It was it's... a murder. <laughs> <laughs> it was a watery grave, well, I, Michael. Well, I don't. <laughs> I
3: don't, I don't want to get into the legal semantics. I don't want to be the guy that came on to the fucking Make It Stop podcast and started fucking relitigating the, the
2: murder of
3: uh the, the fucking uh the drowning of uh
2: Oh, what the fuck is her name?
3: Uh Mary uh Mary Ann I was going to say Laterno but that's that's no. that's a different that's a a woman that married her Fucking eleven-year-old. Uh, they <laughs> just got divorced. Too, they should have a verse Boy. about that.
1: Mary Kay did nothing wrong. It's okay. They were in love. <laughs>
3: They got married. Kiss your
2: son on the lips. <laughs> they had
3: two kids. Mary Kate Lautner. We just t- we talked about the movie to die for recently, so we dove into fucking teachers that fuck their kids. Mm-hmm. God, Jesus, nope, that's not what they did. <laughs> They're students. They fuck their students. This whole way different movie if a teacher is fucking their own child. Oh and, my god! All right, this is probably not for the air. But,
2: Listen, unfortunately, well, we talk, we've, we've gone way too far when it comes to this. Actually, yeah,
1: we actually may, used to make a lot of jokes about having sex with your own children.
2: No, oh. I didn't make those jokes. I want to fucking we once again. Sure. No we jokes. didn't Stoppies True stoppies No Listen It all started with a joke About Tom Grady Kissing his son on the lips Which is hilarious And then Mike decided to take it Into really weird territory Look, And talk I about just
3: my son on the lips I don't give a shit <laughs> It's my son it's not, it's not pedophilia If you're kissing your own kid I'll say that
2: well, we started to have pedophiles <laughs> and incestors fucking follow us on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> well, I was making these song
1: parodies about... <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ.
2: <laughs> Look, it's
1: over now. We've we're not moved doing
2: the- it, but we're moved not. past
1: it. Mike Tyson has served his time. They're doing. He's a cartoon star now. Yeah, he was in The Hangover. All is forgiven. Mary Jo Kopechny.
3: That's right. That was her name. Uh, but technically, he didn't murder her. He- he- it was manslaughter at, at best. Yeah. Sure. You know, they were going
2: for a little swim. He didn't want
3: to drive his car off the bridge. He just did. So that's the problem.
2: And he didn't want to try to evade responsibility. He just did.
3: He did want to evade responsibility. Well, yeah, for sure. (laughs)
2: Because his name was Kennedy. Jesus, man.
3: (laughs) If only, Mike Tyson, if only you'd been born in fucking Hyannisport.
1: Yeah, it, it does not age well now because, like, at, like... It
2: didn't age well then!
1: No, nobody was on the side of Mike Tyson ever. No! But then, well, they're all on his side now. Like, everyone seems well, to hilarious. conveniently forgot about this shit. He's so cute. Did you uh, see the
3: hangover? He's got a tattoo <laughs> on his face. He talks funny, too. Jesus, he made that fucking documentary. He's got pigeons on his roof. Come on, yeah. Mike. Have a heart. I know. He he took he good did care of various, those pigeons. Still-
2: right, just like Mark Wahlberg has had his entire fucking fucked up history erased by Right. Yeah. We just, we yeah, just yeah, yeah, Forgive him, because same with uh, George W. Bush, you know, <laughs> hanging out with Ellen. <laughs>
1: yeah, but uh, Tyson didn't serve six years in prison. He got out early, and he continued to have a successful boxing career. Yeah, and at he, Van, he Evander Holyfield, Deer. Yeah, right. You know, and uh, so... Typical stuff. It's crazy that Donnie, this is his hill to die on.
3: Yeah,
2: Damn. what a hill. Damn. What Damn. kind of
1: world do we
3: live in where a famous man can't just rape at will?
2: <laughs> what the heck?
3: It ain't right. I'm Donnie Wahlberg from the New Kids on the Block.
2: <laughs> and I approve this message.
3: <laughs> uh, this is I'll, what hanging tough means. Salute the really troops. Means.
2: <laughs>
1: And also, they're once again using a beat that has already been in a very successful right. hip hop song, uh, but th- this time at least they day. at least they redid the sample with a twelve string guitar. You know, you gotta they they put their own spin on it. Dude, he also it- says he also says uh,
3: sexually like they elongate that that's the slowest. Uh, rapping I've ever heard. Right. Yeah. Se- sexually
2: he's like, sexually abused her. He's like, I'm not,
3: I can't stretch sexually out. That's too many syllables. Se- I got Sexually. He syncopates in some weird fucking
1: way.
2: Oh, it's horrible, dude. The yeah. syncopation is offensive like on every single song on both albums. Yeah,
1: the syllable placement is questionable.
2: It's just like it, uh, like it's like the kind of raps you write in a notebook that are like you know when you're like a disaffected teen in suburbia, and, and it sounds like, like
1: they're reading them straight out of the notebook exactly, like, for the first time. For out the loud. first
2: time, I think Donnie was writing all the raps for him and just like handed him the piece of paper and was like, "Here you go."
1: That's probably true. Yeah, Donnie was definitely the the brains in the operation. Oh,
2: God, <laughs> that's a rough statement.
3: I wonder. I'm curious. I would I would want to look at the timeline of the new kids on the block. They were done by this point, right? 92?
2: No, they were still definitely touring and pretty yeah, famous. Yeah, but, but
3: they only had that one, like, fucking big album. Then they tried to rebrand themselves as um, NKOTB.
2: Right.
1: They were like, oh, now the fucking new kids are hard. They didn't right. officially break up till 94.
2: Yeah. Okay. So but they were on their way out. Yeah. So it was like, okay, we got to do something fresh and new. Got to yeah. kick it with the new crew.
3: Right. that's smarter of Donnie Wahlberg to like look around and go make the most of. Damn, I got. All
2: he had to do was say, "Hey, can you you can you play an asshole on a, you know, film? Can you just do that?" He could have just skipped right over his mom this. mom
3: just being like, "Donnie, my can't get a job cuz of his <laughs> convictions for felony assault." <laughs> 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 can't you just give him a record? Give him a <laughs> Can't you just make him, make him, make him, Make the music for Mark. Come on. <laughs> He's a good boy. After what they did to those boys. and Just give him some songs. Mark, Donnie. <laughs> You're breaking your mother's heart.
1: Should that classic boss and mom thing of saying the wrong kid's name first.
3: <laughs> yeah. Donnie, Johnny. Uh, it's fucking <laughs> David, Mark, get down here! <laughs> Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. <laughs> Your brother's in the—he's making patties in the kitchen. Like I got—I can't—I can't handle all you kids. I'm daring Mark is—he's an angel. <laughs> that being the mace man, he—he he was trying to break his fist with his eye socket. He That's was, what was happening. No one believes him, and he was a druggie. He was U G G I E I won't even say it I won't even say it in this house
2: (laughs) My son's got the lips of an angel And the washboard abs of a saint I don't believe it Mark, pull your pants up (laughs) Ma,
3: I like it I like when my pants are loose like this You look like a criminal (laughs) Ma, I am I'm literally a criminal (laughs) I'm literally I literally went to jail Don't say it, you didn't go to jail You were wrongly accused You're the pride of this family. (laughs) Someday you're going to be nominated for an Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be a star. She's fucking, she's Burt Reynolds in Boogie Nights.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Roller That's girl. why he played it so well.
1: <laughs> I could do things, good things
2: you don't even know about. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Look at the size of his schlong. <laughs> Donnie. <laughs> You're going to be doing your little dancing skits for the rest of your life? Give your brother some songs.
1: <laughs> And scene.
2: How do you follow that? Uh, well, I'm gonna tell you, it's Let's, not with the other songs that we're gonna talk about, but we'll do it anyway. We'll follow it up with a missive of peace. A missive? Oh, God. Yeah. Have you ever thought about peace, motherfucker? <laughs> Let's listen to it. <laughs> I need my puffer.
0: Let me see. How shall I stop this? With the peace on, or maybe a racist? No, but she's a letter, know. silky or milky, Mark will still fall. I think it's time we define the peace on The peace I find is peace of mind. I'll take a piece of your ass before I turn the other cheek. Marky Mark speaks peace.
2: Peace <laughs> of <or> die, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yo, I preach peace, but I'll beat your ass. Do an ninja your life. <laughs> Take you into the grass.
3: You know who's a real problem solver? Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> He's a guy that looks at society and he goes, we got some issues. I'm going to solve them with my fucking rap that identifies none of the issues and also offers no problem solving.
2: <laughs> but just yells peace with my fucking pants down. <laughs> Yo, peace or I'm going to fuck you up.
1: I'm going to fuck you up.
2: <laughs> oh yeah did we mention that like there's this all of these songs are weirdly censored and neutered? self-censored
1: yeah I do think you gotta give him credit because I think it's impressive that he manages to um, do these these flows uh, whether they're either silky or milky <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the my number one complaint when I'm listening to music is
3: <laughs> when you can't identify whether it's silky or milky <laughs> but with Mark you know you just you take what you can get yeah. He like doesn't a spider both. with that soap.
2: I think he does say motherfucker in this song. Maybe it's only on the second album. It's that no, no it. hip hop whitewash because I ain't no sucker. In other words, I'm a raw mother. <laughs>
1: Actually, that's Donnie D who says that, and I like how he says, uh, no hip, yeah, no hip hop whitewash because I ain't no sucker. Regardless of whether or not he's a sucker, which he is, he's in New Kids on the Block. Yes. It doesn't really have any bearing on whether or not he's whitewashing hip hop, which he is. Which, right. Which he definitely is.
2: He's a raw motherfucker.
1: I
3: wonder if there's no swearing. That's like a fucking Massachusetts mom thing. I, My mom does that all the time where it's like, you don't have to... You know, Ellen says you don't have to swear to be funny. Like, it's just... And I wonder... (laughs) You could
2: swear at everybody if you're in fucking traffic. Right. Like, you can... I mean... I wonder if they were, like, just,
3: like... I read that it was, like, we need to make Mark look edgy, but we also can't sell albums if they have, like, the, the... Parental advisory. Yeah, parental advisory on it. But, like,
1: dude, this guy is not... Tough. These no. aren't tough songs. Yeah. Well, it comes back to Catholic guilt, I think. You know, yeah. they're they're devout Irish all? Catholics.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's another podcast.
1: <laughs> this, album, this album is steeped in uh, in Catholic guilt, I think.
2: All right, I think that's enough. Right, <laughs> we can peace. probably move on. Should to... we
1: go back to? Now we'll do. Uh, Why is he trying to redefine the peace sign? Also, like, what is? He doesn't <laughs> even say redefine the peace sign. He just says, I think it's time to define the. Peace oh sign. shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. peace yeah. No, yeah. To you, define
2: fair. the peace sign. The bu- 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 bu-
1: Man,
3: he stinks.
2: He's mad. <laughs> yeah. it's,
1: it's never been defined before what the peace sign what represents. Is this? We just got two fingers. What are their fingers for? Breaking. I'll yeah. tell you what to do with those fingers
2: <laughs> shove them inside Reese Witherspoon. Oh, <laughs> oh <boy.
1: laughs> During <laughs> <on> a loopy loop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. So um, I guess the next one on this album that we were gonna talk about, but it seems kind of pointless now. But it's really him protesting too much about uh, being vanilla and uh, you know claiming the rap game. So this one is so what you saying? All right,
0: all right. What in odd sight? Here's another MC whose skin is white, a white kid, a white boy with a white face, just like the Beastie Boys in third base. Hmm, now this looks like a topic for discussion, to do racial tensions, for fussing and cussing, or maybe... This'll even cause some controversy But first, I think it's time I take a little Burst, see, so Can't swap and forget where it's done They claiming a white complexion ain't the reason why Their record's trying to please. Man, it's so easy to see When a white dude raps, the public sees it as a novelty Even me Even got- me? Can you believe it? <laughs> even I, me?
1: Even, <laughs> can you even tell that I'm white when I rap? <laughs> I don't think so But I'm gonna be brave enough to tell you so <laughs> Word So, I'm only... I've
3: only listened to clips from the first album, but I've listened to the whole second album, and that song is worse than anything else that I've heard. (laughs) Like, that just is like, like on a visceral level, like, that is unpleasant to hear. (laughs) Like, the production stinks, his rapping stinks, I hate that song more than anything else we've talked about tonight.
2: And you didn't even hear the part where he spells his name out. <laughs> it's like, when in doubt. He just spells fucking, a lot. Yeah, just Mickey Mouse. M, the A, the R, the K, the I, the E. And I'm smooth, although Whoa, I never claimed to be. Wait a
3: second. <laughs> wait, it's... To the I to the E? It's wait, not M-R... Wait, what? It's M-A-R-K-Y, right? It's not Marky I-E. He, he spelled his own it? name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit.
1: <laughs> it's
3: because it's, it's Marky with a Y not with an IE right am I wrong
1: uh, you gotta... no, you, no you're right you're,
3: you're right. right you're right it's lit it's <laughs> <laughs> that's the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard <laughs> he spells his name wrong
2: <laughs> oh my
3: god are those the official lyrics where he goes the M to the A yes. to the R to the K to the I to the E
2: yeah what a f-
3: Fucking dipshit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Holy moly. Because it rhymes with never claimed to be. Like, he rhymes, I mean, rhymes, quote unquote, oh but my like. Oh, God. Let me know the shot is like fully reclined. <laughs> you're you're clutching your chest. <laughs> just have a I moment. C- I can't <laughs> fathom that he spells his name wrong, <laughs> and nobody caught that in, in editing, like or anything. They're just like, I don't it's know. like Donnie Wahlberg spelling his name with a Y. <laughs> oh
1: boy. Wait, is it not spelled with a Y?
2: Oh, I thought it was an IE.
3: I don't even know. I think it's an IE, but you know he's not the one spelling <laughs> his name, so that's not. Important. We're not litigating the spelling of Donnie Wahlberg. It's whether Marky is M. M-A- well, he
2: spelled druggy with an IE too.
3: Yes, I mean I it is that easier sense. to rhyme IE than to rhyme Y. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing rhymes with Y
2: except why did you fucking put this album out?
1: M a r k i e. Jesus Christ. Um I like the hook is like sounds like Sesame Street.
0: It's
1: Like I'm picturing Muppets. There's Muppets on the
2: track. Don't do the Muppets dirty like that, dude. The Muppets are they're, they're perfect. They never did anything wrong. Okay.
3: No, yeah, you're right. If this guy had spent more time watching Sesame Street, he would have known how to spell his fucking name. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking wild.
2: I mean, he did drop out of school at 14, I'm pretty sure. Didn't he? he? Yeah. 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 He He is living the American dream. Fuck Mike Tyson, dude.
1: He also says, my word is born, which is not. Like, I I think maybe he heard people saying word is bond, and he thought they were
2: saying born.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. And then he he rhymes poise with vice.
2: Wait, what? (laughs) No, he does not. Yes, he does. No. No.
1: Um. Yeah, no, this is very, very bad.
2: Okay, the rest of that line is, my music is, is mine and my word is born with respect to the old school who created this art form. Who are It the... comes from the heart, not for the critical acclaim, because that's just the same as a political game.
3: Who are the people that are saying they're not selling records because of the complexion of their skin also? I guess we wouldn't know because they're not selling records. Chuggo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Chuggo.
0: Was
3: that like a fucking epidemic, or is it like, damn, I can't fucking move any of these records because of the color of my skin?
2: <laughs> and and like that's the one time where he kind of like admits it, but his way of responding to this really like like authentic critique is to say well you know i like hip-hop so it's fine you know like i'm paying respect by just saying that i'm paying respect like i'm not actually showing it by like doing anything or even like crediting the people who were stealing all this music from and actually just like shamelessly ripping off like the samples that were already used on like far superior songs like made by black artists right and just like coming out with a song with the same fucking beat as, as you know, today was a good day, you yeah. know? Like, if, if you're not trying to elevate that in some way, of course you're shamelessly, you know, appropriating. Of course, you know, you're taking this art form and not adding anything to it.
1: Unlike the Beastie Boys, I truly enjoy hip-hop. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, I was trying to, like, think about, like, what really separates this from the Beastie Boys, and I think above all... The Beastie Boys are funny and clever, right. and Marky Mark like just raps about rapping with no real like oh, yeah, punchlines or references to well, anything. He's not. He's not really a funny guy. No, no. Like you listen to "Shake Your Rump" and like count the cultural references. Like they are all over the place. Like Fred Flintstone, Alice, uh, and, and from. Uh, the Brady Bunch, like, just line after line, like, they are painting a picture for you that that's goes beyond just being like,
0: yo, I'm a rapper
1: and I rap. That's what I do. I don't take no crap. Buy
3: my
2: to, video game. <laughs> I just
3: Googled to see if I could find uh, who Mike Wahlberg's favorite rappers were or are, and it's the fucking laziest shit. This is from 2007. This is on BET. Uh, there are so many that I love from my era. Uh, Just watching old YouTube clips of Cool G Rap who's been out there talking about stuff. (laughs) Thanks for that fucking insightful commentary. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) He goes, Rakim, Tupac, Nas, Jay-Z. Damn, dude, he's really fucking reaching.
2: Wow, you ever heard of them? Whoa, the list just goes
3: on. The actress said, I only have two two rap albums on my phone. I have Jay-Z and Kanye, Watch the Throne, and then I've got Tupac's Greatest Hits. But I have a love for so many other rappers, but most of the music I'm listening to is like Adele.
2: Oh, my God! That is the softest motherfucker in the world! You definitely get the, like... Where's the Tupac influence on this album, Mark? (laughs) Where are you at?
1: I want nothing but the best (laughs) for you.
3: (laughs) Mark, who are your favorite rappers?
1: You know, I like all the rappers.
3: Uh... Uh... Hamilton. (laughs) I uh, I like the guy from Hamilton. Um...
2: Fuck Eminem, that guy's dick.
3: Yeah, not Eminem. Because one time he made me... I was trying to promote Transformers or something. (laughs) Something stupid. Do you think he'll ever rap again?
2: Uh, absolutely uh, n- not.
1: God willing, no.
3: If
2: they couldn't no get him back together for the Boston Strong Hat Shell concert, then yeah. they couldn't. They couldn't get him. He's not doing it. No chance. Um, okay, should we? We got to move on. So we got to see the romantic side of Mac. You know oh, what I mean? Dude, dude like you got to see his soft side. So we got two songs. Why don't we just play them back to back? These are his two, you know, sexy, sexy songs. Uh, the first one is uh, "Make Me Say Ooh." Oh boy. Off of the first album And then the other one is I want you
3: He <laughs> made the same album twice
2: Yes, right Every
3: song has a fucking and, correlation To the
1: other album
2: And, and I'm pretty sure The same song Like this song Also has the same Canned moans yeah. As the other one I so. think the
1: big difference With the second album Is that every song Is six minutes long All As right, opposed yeah. to
0: Four and a half minutes yeah, long Yeah, yeah Yeah <laughs> This forever, me and you together Your body's so beautiful, skin soft as a feather I wanna show you that I'm not a phony Cause I love you baby, you're my tender rooney
3: it's, wait, it's the girl making him say
0: ooh? Yes. Apparently. Oh.
2: This is another, that was actually one of the choice quotes from Barky uh, Barks. Uh, <laughs> that's a,
3: that's, you know what, that is kind of a groundbreaking flip on this kind of fucking song. Usually it's all about what the guy's making the girl say, but he's coming out and going, girl, you, you make me say do all
1: the say, work. Ooh. Well, he's not making anyone come, so.
3: <laughs> he's just like, ooh, boobies. That's exciting. <laughs> I'd walk a thousand miles to see those.
2: <laughs> um, all right, let's listen to his other uh, sexy song, and then we'll we'll talk about both of them.
3: For the record, neither of these songs are sexy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I think both songs are ensuring my sterility. It's an audio
1: vasectomy.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, who needs birth control? All right, here we go. This is uh, I Want You. I want you even more than life itself. I had many, but I don't want anyone else.
0: So what's it going to be? I want you. Now tell you want me? I love it, baby. You know, I want to do you early in the morning when you just finish on in the long night because I'm gonna make it feel right. And for your loving on my knees, I'm fine. And if you are with me, this is what I make you say. Yeah, and then I'll make you say. Oh, uh, and then I'll make you say. Yeah, and then I'll make you
2: say. Wait, he literally just re-use the same line and make me say, Oh, well, no, no, but now no, no. This and time this one no, he no, makes no, no. her He's say. It oh. It's a sequel. Okay, so he had one sexual encounter on the course of t- <laughs> two albums. And
3: the, I guess the woman that he's making say ooh in the second song, it sounds like fucking, fucking Velvet Underground and Nico. Like, it's just like this deep
1: voice, like. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you're making her expel gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I did start laughing immediately as soon as Make Me Say Ooh started. Like, it was immediately so hilarious. I mean, Make it's. Make Me a- Say Ooh. He wrote that. <laughs> he wrote. <laughs> That's like he wrote that and it was like, "Dude, we got to get
3: this recorded."
2: Yeah, and all of them have just the limpest, airless moans. It, it's as easy listening, rhythmless. I need love, and to be honest, I need Love's pretty bad too. But
1: yeah, yeah, that for some reason that song's like super groundbreaking. But like just in general, I don't know. I think this is blasphemy, but I'm just not feeling LL Cool J. In no, general.
2: agreed. Agreed. You know? I think that song's bad.
1: He and he was there. Really early, though. You know, like, I, th- I think he was like a groundbreaking artist, but. It
0: Either doesn't, way. It you doesn't know who's not up. a
2: groundbreaking artist?
1: Yeah. So I had to look up Tenderoni because this is the second album we've done on this show where someone says Tenderoni because Shaq, when we did uh, You Can't Stop the Rain, referred to to himself as a Tenderoni.
2: What do you think would be a better game to play today, the fucking Marky Mark music video game or Shaq-Fu? Oh, Oh, Shaq-Fu,
1: undoubtedly.
3: Okay,
2: that makes sense. Uh, Uh, Shaq
3: never blinded anybody.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Shaq's a fucking national
1: treasure, dude. He's probably done some bad things, but...
2: We don't know about him. No. Yeah.
1: So
3: he's he
2: great. A, he
1: is a big... He did bully uh, Sean... We need
2: one good man. <laughs> Let me have one good man.
1: <laughs> he bullied the host of Hot Ones. It wasn't... It, it made me feel bad for... Uh, all right. Poor,
2: poor Sean. All right. Okay. But
1: anyway, a tenderoni is an easy-to-make stovetop macaroni product trademarked and produced by the Stokely Van Camp Food Company. What? Oh, my favorite food Sips. company. <laughs> Since its withdrawal from the U.S. market, the name has evolved into an urban slang term for a younger love interest of either gender or someone too young to talk to or become involved with. Michael oh, yeah. Jackson said Tenderoni in the song Pretty Young Thing. And then that, there's a documentary about R. Kelly, uh, R. Kelly's Tenderonis. R. Kelly was referenced Look, in the... Look, you swing
3: and you miss. You gotta...
1: <laughs> R. Kelly was referenced in the Urban Dictionary. like You know how they do a little example sentence... On Urban Dictionary after they gave you the definition. And it
2: was was about R. Kelly. I was looking for some Mm tenderonis. Yikes. I'm pretty sure Bobby Brown, too, new edition. I remember Tenderoni was uh, one of those
0: songs. Yeah.
1: But I also don't think Marky Mark knows what tenderoni means when he says it a little bit. I don't think he knows. Well, because
2: Donnie wrote it. Yeah. He doesn't even know how to spell his own name. He's
1: the guy who said a word is born.
2: Yeah. I mean, right. I want you. It's only you that I want to do the do to. Yeah,
3: dude. It's, uh... I've <laughs> Has never... he
2: ever had sex? <laughs> I don't know. Do you um, ever... Does anybody ever say do the do to, to you refer say to like, sexual... Like you could
3: say, a... like, if you were, like, I don't know, completely inept and... Yeah, I really want to do you. That would be, I guess, acceptable you know, hey, you know what I like to do?
1: I like to do the do to you.
2: <laughs> I want to do the hump to hump. You know what I mean? Like
1: right. That would be better.
2: It would be better. Yeah.
1: Uh, and then on I Want You, uh, the hook has this, like, Ocean State Job Lot, Tony, Tony, Tony on the chorus. Mm-hmm. It's like Timmy, Tommy, Tammy.
2: <laughs> Timmy, Tommy, Tammy.
1: And it has uh, a completely unnecessary and very long, like, meatloaf piano intro.
2: Gotta then, have it. What do you mean unnecessary? An
1: extremely long and unnecessary two minute long outro as well. Every song on this album has a fucking minute intro. Uh,
2: Yeah, if you take out the intros and outros
1: fucking
3: long. It's like
2: one song.
3: (laughs) This album that second album is crazy in the terms of like the levels of self indulgence. One, that they made a second album in general is like insane. That right. There was no demand for that. No. There right. probably wasn't a demand for uh, music for the people. They probably just wanted that good vibrations. You get the single, and then that's all you need, really. Yeah. yeah.
2: They were putting the cart before the horse and then riding it until the wheels fell oh, off. boy. <laughs>
1: well, and I want you maybe, like, I feel like it's, like, uh, it, it's, like, representative of... of the type of sex he's having where, like, he says it lasted six minutes, but, like, there's only, like, two minutes of actual substance going on.
2: Wow, six minutes. I <laughs> Casanova over uh, I mean, here. Yeah. yeah, you know,
1: <laughs> a nice long lovemaking session, six minutes. <laughs> That's right, you guys? do it. Right, yeah.
2: I want you. Yeah, this is uh, – I was going to say this earlier, but I forgot to, but um, it was, like, funny that he uh, – when he was being interviewed, I think on – Joan Rivers Joan Rivers's show and she was asking him about oh yeah, she was like, How would you rate yourself in bed on a scale of, you know, zero to ten? I, I give myself a two and I'm being very generous. And then uh, you know, he's talking about he's like, Well, you wouldn't ask, you know, to rate a girl because she just lies there. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Jesus. What? Really like, she doesn't do on anything. Himself. She doesn't do anything. And then the entire crowd, you know, this nineteen ninety one like hot, you know. Pants suited like you know power shoulder padded crowd is just like oh boo like they all start booing and like t- tisk tisking and then she's like he's like he's like well you know until until with the childbirth thing
3: <laughs> he's like nah, oh shit uh, correct 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 uh yeah, no, when you're going to labor, obviously... <laughs> you're doing something, but other than
1: that... <laughs> <laughs> oh, save that one. Oh, thank God. Just uh, like
2: I saved the world from 9-11. Well,
1: geez, you know, I gotta give the guy more credit then, because uh, he did a really good job pretending to know how to have sex in, uh, in Boogie Nights. Right. You know, him in that scene with Julianne Moore, where she's like, mm, come on my tits. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so much worse than the headphones. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, like, Marky Mark ASMR hey. is the fucking ASMR.
1: Come <laughs> on, my tits, okay?
2: Hey, yeah. Ma. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's move on. We're almost done. We're gonna do.
1: I need money. Do uh, you need to? Yeah, I need money. It was a single. And then we're pretty much done. Then we're just doing the outro interview track. Oh God. Solution. Oh, from the second album. Yeah.
2: Christ. All right. So we'll listen to I Need Money, I guess.
1: I don't know. You got to do something. Cash
0: and it ain't Yo. Yo, I need money. Oh. Yo, oh. knock I know exactly what you're talking about. Yo, but I ain't got no money in me. Yeah, man. That's exactly what I'm trying to say, man. Check it out. I need money.
2: Had to include that for some reason. <laughs> what an awesome.
1: <Well>, <laughs> look. Primarily, this is what I wanted to talk about.
2: Yeah, I got the same lyrics. Go for it. Well, it's Friday
1: night, and I'm calling up my honey.
2: Bitch, bitch better, better have, have my, my money. money.
1: Oh, goodness. Word. Because
3: So are Rihanna
2: hard. was actually ripping off Marky Wahlberg
3: this whole time. What <laughs> he's calling up what why does she
1: bitch better? Is he a pimp? in this song no he's just a deadbeat boyfriend who's he, and he, all right so he goes on to say word because times are hard yeah i lost sure. my job my wallet my friends and my credit card he lost his friends so he's you already know he's leaning on his friends for money as well all you gotta do is call the car credit card company they'll give you a new card <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're
2: uh, very rich donnie d like... then he says yeah
1: then he says my brother is a millionaire and he didn't even share
2: for all he cares,
1: I could be in the welfare. Well, wow, I mean, he's also producing this fucking album, so. <laughs>
3: right. There's no yeah. chance that he's just going to let you starve.
2: <laughs> you have a steady diet of ground Can beef. You,
3: the fucking audacity to fucking put the lyrics of like, yo, my brother don't give a shit about me. <laughs> I made the fucking beats you asshole. I wrote all the rhymes. Do you only I paid for the studio time you fucking asshole. What are you talking I gave, about?
2: I gave that girl crack in a video.
3: Fucking moron. Killed I don't her. give a shit about you. How dare you?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, in that same LA Times article where they said he was like a toddler, uh, they asked him about that and he's like, "Well, I hope people realize it's a comedic album." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Truer words have never been said. Oh, my Comic- okay. genius.
3: One of the top comedy albums of all time.
2: <laughs> right up there with Bill Cosby. Hey! Yeah, Bill Cosby
3: himself, Sean Sullivan, Song Enhancement Man. We got them all. We did yeah. them
1: all.
2: Yeah, I think that's all that needs to be said about that. Should we just take it away with the outro. Yeah, let's
1: play the solution. Let's...
2: This, is, the, so this is We're going to play it in, in, in its entirety, I think. Because... Yeah, j-
3: there's nobody's coming for the copyright on this. <laughs> they're actually going to be like, oh... Can you imagine if this was the one we got sued over? They're just like, oh, finally, we fucking get some residual. We get that fucking fraction of a penny because someone played the outro. Yeah. <laughs> They're looking at the numbers like, holy shit, guys. Somebody played the outro to, you got to believe, four times in one day. (laughs) That hasn't happened in 25 years. (laughs) This is, so this is kind of like, this is the end of Mike Wahlberg hip hop. Because after this, he goes and he makes two reggae albums, and then he makes Fear, and then he's a movie star. So this is kind of like an he appropriate...
2: Makes, wait, he makes two reggae albums? He
3: goes to Germany, and he makes reggae albums that like pop in Germany.
2: Yeah.
1: It was like a collaboration with a German reggae artist. Yeah what yeah um I I, I, look I don't know
2: I don't need you to look it up I you know, just need look, to know that uh, is that cor- that's corroborated
1: I didn't research it beyond knowing that it did happen.
2: that it happened yeah, yeah
1: it's on his Wikipedia
3: and that's all that matters to me Shout
2: out to all our German stoppies let us know if this was a critical period in german <laughs> <music>. <laughs> it's been a blast and I feel like the only way to send ourselves off is with the solution mm. let's find out. What the solution really is The Yo, final
0: solution Tell me the solution The final solution Jesus We're here with the uh, very hot new rapper on the music scene uh, I guess you could call him a rapper His name's Marky Mark Hey man, I guess how you, you could
3: doing? call him a rapper
0: I'm alright man How you doing? Hey man, I'm alright But you know man, I was wondering man There's a uh, lot of people out there who seem to think that uh, Marky Mark is just too commercial how do you feel about that, man? I really don't give a fuck. Oh, I see. Well, uh, you know, there's a lot of people also out there who uh, basically feel that you're just a fluke, a one-hit wonder. Um, do you have anything to say about that? Yeah, uh, so the what? I see. Well, um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, you've been working with your brother on the past two albums. So what, uh, man? What's up? Uh, anyway, um, well... Do you have anything you'd like to say to uh, yeah. people out there who uh, have been trying to say that you're basically just a fluke? Do you have any last words you'd like to say to them? <laughs> yeah, I got something I like to say to them. Fuck.
2: Fuck. You know, for a guy
1: who beats the shit out of uh, Vietnamese people, he sure enjoys their cuisine.
3: <laughs> you know, I like so much about that outro is that
2: it's gonna make that same snipe joke. I was gonna say <laughs> that
3: outro. Is designed for the haters. Uh, it's just—it's a message straight to the fucking people that would never ever make it that far into this album. No, so they'll never hear it. And he's just like, I don't give a—I don't give a fuck. And to, what do you want to say to all the people who call you flute? See. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how they. That's how he ends his fucking hip hop solo career. That's it. Funky Bunch nowhere to be found.
1: Fuck E Bunch. <laughs>
3: the fun- that's something. Can we just talk about the, the the lack of really? What do we listen to? Ten songs probably. Right. Yeah. Funky Bunch not really a big factor. No.
2: No. They're, no, they're, they're just his- Mark.
3: Mark is for better or worse carrying the load.
2: They're he's they're his Trumps. I love the Blacks. <laughs> 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 they are. They the blacks are, love me.
1: They are like. Ju- they do just function as like a a, a meat shield to. He's Trump's to, Conway to Kanye West. That he knew he would be. Yes. <laughs> they are meat shields to the criticisms that he knew were gonna be leveled at him so he's like well if we're gonna do this right I better surround myself with black people
2: for legitimacy they know how to dance <laughs> I'll just take my fucking shirt off I'll just take my and pants my pants <laughs> I'll just take it all off
3: man this fucking guy
2: <laughs> wow he's really terrible isn't he like there's I feel like we came into this with like a general understanding of of how terrible he is and also like a historical understanding and uh legal understanding of how terrible he is but like there there were various layers of clothing, so to speak, that we peeled off of his, uh, his visage tonight. And, wow, is he really awful. Yeah, I don't know why. For
1: some reason, going into Marky Mark, going into these albums, I, for some reason... Like, I got it in my head, like, that he was going to be a competent rapper. Like... What? I don't know. I just... I thought, just like... a white man I giving worried.
2: a mediocre white man a, an automatic well, pass. No, because, well, we listened to that Kevin Federline album that turned out to, to not be that bad. It wasn't good, but it wasn't... Um, It, it shockingly wasn't that it terrible. It wasn't I saw, that yeah. I saw your eyebrow. All right.
1: Uh, You know, and I just... Thought, I didn't fine. think it was going to be good, but I was like... I hope this isn't another one of those episodes where it's just like mediocre, and we have to kind of like build a, a story for it. But like, no, this was like truly, it was fucking
2: really bad, god awful. It's real garbage. But
1: there is like, so I, I, I'll stand by
3: the production of Good Vibrations, and you gotta <laughs> believe. Like, there are beats on here that are good, and well. put them in the hands of a competent like lyricist, like could turn it into something. He's just not that guy. But. But it's also not like I don't I'm not like any of like the big songs. I'm not like offended like I'm not like if they were playing if good vibrations plays in a bar, I'm not like, "Oh, can you believe the fucking music in this place? This sucks shit."
1: No, but I think good vibrations is like the exception. Like that's right. definitely the best of the be- the cream of the crop for this uh the
2: project. <laughs> emphasis of the cream. So you're giving credit to the beats, but you have to also recognize it all of it's it's a patchwork of other people's talent sure. and it's just like you know a very honestly kind of lazy like barely stitched together like mashup you know it's it's not even like girl talk level you know what i mean it's just right. like okay let's just take this like you know this ice cube like iconic ice cube fucking you know song sample or, or then, and and let's let's say sexually assault her like over it like right. it really slowed down like you know, even the, even the beats, you can't give credit for the beats because they're all just stolen, right? Like there, there's no individual like authentic spin on it. It's just like, okay, we're gonna take twenty seconds of this song and then smash it together with twenty minutes of this other song, and then have inept idiots fucking stumble flow over it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, let's uh
1: let's let's quantify this. Let's go ahead. Damn thing. Very, and put a bow on it. Yeah, put do. that bow on it. Ugh. Punch that bow in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is that a I... slur that I didn't know <laughs> about. No, it's not.
3: <laughs> I just can I just can I just say if uh if you if you're not tired of uh Mark Wahlberg talk March 2020 we're launching uh, oh, wow. on two boys in a balcony we're gonna do uh, it's it's uh, Marchy March we're doing <sighs> oh. we're doing strictly the non-New England films of Mark Wahlberg
2: <laughs> wow we're doing a special
3: month on two boys in a balcony it's again if, if your listeners if, if you guys like movies also <laughs> not just music <laughs> we do the same kind of like neurotic like too deep dive where you go like what, what who what is wrong with you guys <laughs> right that we do on this show. I, I'm I'm just getting started talking about Mark Wahlberg. Wow, and uh,
2: we can't wait for that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exciting. That's news. That sounds awesome. Yeah.
3: So he's uh, uh such a fascinating little fucking hero of New England.
2: <laughs> he's on the mantle for better or for worse. You know, if he's only, on the Mount Rushmore. If
3: he's... only he had been at Pearl Harbor. <laughs> 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 if only. <laughs> if only he had been. If only he'd
1: been at the Boston Tea Party at he... Bunker Hill. You know? If
3: only he'd been at Columbine. Can he punch so many...
2: global warming in the eye?
3: Oh Jesus! You'd hope if he believed in global warming. I'm so... <laughs> Absolutely no chance. Be-
2: he won't believe it until it's fucking Mars to flood water. He's only just, he's only just water. come around on
3: same-sex marriage,
2: so <laughs> we
3: got a ways to go with climate change. <laughs> Mark,
2: what did you vote for? You didn't vote for Ed Markey,
3: did you? Markey.
2: <laughs> M-A-R-K-I-E.
3: They're um, trying to give more money to the diuggi and I don't... Uh, God. Mark.
2: The <laughs> Alright, so we gotta break this fucking album on a scale of zero to negative five of something, some sort of a quantifier, and then as our esteemed guest... A zero
3: to negative five is the scale that we use? Yeah, because
2: mm-hmm. nothing on this show that we review is good. Uh, the boy. best you can hope for is True Neutral. Every once in a while we give something a little bit over a zero, okay. like, like the front, Very rare. Extremely rarely. Um, but mostly it's zero to negative five of something, and you get to pick that quantifier. Oh. So what's that gonna be sean sullivan
3: uh so i'm gonna give this zero national tragedies averted (laughs) (laughs) on a scale of zero to negative five national tragedies averted because of the involvement of mark Wahlberg. (laughs) i think i honestly don't i found it less the music less offensive than i ever would have thought um it's bad it's not good but like it is listenable so um, I'm going to go zero. I'm going to go zero. What? I don't you know I just look I, I it's, it's some I can't the guy made a thing and then he turned it into something else. I I can't fault the guy for I can't I I'm a worse yes, rapper. You can. I'm I'm a worse rapper than Mark Wahlberg. So I can't
2: We're not. Yeah, we're not. So <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, look and I'm not hey, I'm not trying to put pressure on you guys. I'm going to go zero because uh
2: I mean, listen. I've re- released records. You I can also, listen to them. I I'm also bad. look. I don't want
3: to. I don't want to be walking down the street one day, and all of a sudden, Mark Wahlberg pops me in the fucking eye because he heard me on this podcast trash his fucking music. That is a dude, risk. Mark,
2: Mark Wahlberg doesn't have the fucking attention span to listen to this shit. Oh, Are you kidding me? He's
3: gonna be coming. He's gonna be filming something in Boston. <laughs> this,
2: Shutting down the streets.
1: Right. He's gonna be filming something here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. Fuck that, dude. Come on. A zero <laughs> My new podcast. Shut movie. the fuck up. <laughs> shut wow. the
1: fuck up this is our guest Heather okay,
3: yeah I don't sorry. know it is give insane, it a negative though. 110 it's Who no, a shit
1: it's, it's, you, it is your right
3: I'm gonna go zero I think Good Vibrations is a fun song I think You Gotta Believe okay. is a fun song
2: you. This was a, a 55 hole. minute album. Do the math. How many fun songs? Even just the album that you listened to. <laughs> how many fun songs did you hear? Look, he versus- did a whole
3: verse defending Mike Tyson. I can't like. <laughs> that was naughty. Do dotty. you know how much fun we've had the last two hours? That means nothing to you, people. <laughs> it means so much you to fucking us. Fucking monsters.
2: Oh my God, Sean. I'm so sorry. I I'm not sorry with for disagreeing with you, but I I have truly had and we we turn tragedy to triumph here. That's All right. right. We. The true undergo dog story, just like yeah. a
3: business class seat on 9 11, we turn tragedy into a triumph. Nope, I, I'm gonna do this. He's next. a great man,
1: and we salute you, Mark Wahlberg.
2: <laughs> Thank you for your service.
1: Look, Boogie Nights was good. Oh. This album, or these couple of albums, this project <laughs> <laughs> was not. Ew, good no, nope. they uh, yeah, sure, you yeah, have one good song, good vibrations. It's a bop. Uh, aside from that atrocious, absolutely uh, worse than uh, what's the worst Mark Wahlberg movie it's gotta be uh, boy, I'm a big fan so <laughs> let's see, cause this is, gonna, this is gonna determine my ranking, if he has a movie that's worse than this album, then maybe I won't give it what I want to give it uh, oh, Ted 2 is probably I gotta mm, imagine that's up there Ted 2's bad uh, I think this is worse, I'm gonna give Marky Mark a negative 4 uh, National Crises Averted Uh, because... It sucked real bad. That ain't bad. That's bad, because that means four national crises were not averted.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's responsible now for these... (laughs) Well, you
1: gave it a zero, so that means not a single national crisis was averted. Every single one happened. Fair. God.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like, I I would say, honestly, at best, this shit is atrocious. And it, like, or, like, at best, the shit is corny and cheesy and empty, and at worst, it's, like, offensive. It takes an art form and just turns it into such a cliche and such, like, a just say no slogan of itself that it's it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for everyone involved. There's a reason why he doesn't fucking talk about this shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That I is, mean
1: like I said, he's more ashamed of this.
2: Right. Wow. I, um
3: All right. When you put it like that, <laughs> I'll could- go negative one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bravo. I
2: mean... All right, you
3: convinced me.
2: (laughs) This shit is fucking bad. It's bad. Um, But those
3: reggae albums, though.
2: (laughs) I'm sure the reggae albums were fire, but... I just, I just wish it never happened. I think he wishes it never happened because, it, again, it wasn't necessary. He didn't, I don't know he, if he would have got famous if not for this,
1: though. Do you? Don't you think this kind of no propelled he, him? I mean, he literally got famous because of this. Yeah, this propelled him into his film career.
3: Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't get. Uh, he's not in Renaissance Man with Danny DeVito.
2: <laughs> without the oh,
3: good vibration. He's
2: not finger banging Reese Witherspoon. Um yeah, fuck Marky Mark, fuck this album. I don't got to believe I don't want you. This uh... is music for the
3: people and you people are not of the people.
2: <laughs> You're not making me You're say I'm back to zero,
3: goddammit. <laughs> He's a national treasure.
2: I'm gonna take a walk on the wild side. I'm giving this a negative four point five. Oh
1: my god!
3: Because
2: what's the redeeming qualities Fucking on negative this shit? pitchfork
1: review? Uh, good vibrations and, and that's some it. of the beats, and uh, it, it made me laugh.
2: Okay, I did have a great time laughing See, with you. guys. That's, yeah. that that's what I would. I rate all that's of Mikey you. Mark,
3: that's why he's for the people. He said it was a comedy album. We had a couple of chuckles.
2: We did, and we couldn't have done it without you, Sean Sullivan, our incredible guest. Hey, thank you thank so you guys much for having me on. Oh, you're great. you're such a blessing. All
1: time classic.
2: It really is. It really you, is. Your Macky Mac monologue was what I was in tears, and I can't Mackie wait. Macky to-
1: Mac's Ma's monologue. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> monologue. Yeah. Mac, did you hear they they give you a negative four point five on the
3: show? <laughs> They're very mean. I don't. I didn't care for it. <laughs> I think your music's great, honey. <laughs> I'm so proud of you.
1: We can can we that. have you back just to do the just Bucky to do
3: yeah, so Just do that. I got nothing to do. Just pop in. <laughs>
2: You're a father of two.
3: Yeah, but they go to sleep at some point.
2: <laughs> uh, it's true. Yeah, real we Mocky go Mock. To... Mock-y real Mocky Mac hours here. We're, we're we late gotta in the studio. Sleep we gotta point. do yeah. this. All right. Oh, yeah. Let's sign off. Um, Sean, why don't you tell us where we can find you?
3: Dude, I, so I'm so bad. Uh, You can, uh, I have an album on Spotify and Apple Music and all that. It's a, a stand album called song and dance man uh you can listen to that i steal i don't give a shit i have shows i'm in my
2: family (laughs) yeah
3: i do i do stand up you know all the time i'm uh at the comedy studio a lot i'm at laugh boston a lot i'll be at laugh boston new year's eve this year uh, for two shows and i got a podcast two boys in a balcony uh where we just talk about movies and we make laughs and we have fun so
2: Alright, and you can find us at MakeItStopPodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at MakeItStopCast. You can email us at MakeItStopPodcast at gmail.com and, uh, you know, if you like what we do, if you manage to listen this far, please give us a little review, a little rating. We still have to, like, save ourselves from the angsty Tool fans and the one Five Iron Frenzy fan that really hated us. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to him.
1: Oh, and if you've listened this far, you know what we forgot to do what i'm mike dunn oh my god
2: i'm heather mack <laughs>
1: you're listening to make it stop oh my god bad music
2: good times
1: all right we got it in
2: bye, bye. The Could Stop podcast is recorded at the Boston Free Radio podcast studio located at Somerville Media Center in Union Square in Somerville. It is produced and edited by Heather McCormick and the music that we use for our show
0: has been produced by Patrick Adrian. Thanks for listening.